All right, what is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast, and uh-oh, we're counting down. 91, this is episode 91 of the Chasing Waypoints podcast, and man, it has been a ride. Thinking about it, you know, all of these, all this time that we've spent on these 91 episodes, I didn't even realize it that we had actually just blew right by the two-year anniversary, so I looked it up, I was looking at uh, episodes previously, and I was thinking like, oh, I'm going to, you know, had a really good conversation with uh, with Mason Klein. Uh, we'll touch base on that in just a second. Uh, but went back all the way and looked and I was like, OK, well, I got to find out when I first talked to him. Well, today's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about his progress and what he's been doing. Uh, didn't get a chance. Again, I'll explain in just a minute what happened on that one. But it was absolutely it sucked at the time. But it was pretty cool. Anyway, so we're counting it down. It's the countdown to Dakar. We are almost there. 2023 going to be the new, the new, the new Dakar, is it? Crossing the Saudi Arabia Peninsula. We got a few rule changes that are going to make, uh, I think going to shake some stuff up. So let's see what that looks like. We'll talk a little bit more about that in this episode as well. But I am looking forward to it. Today's going to be a quick episode too, because, well, to get some bikes done man i haven't been riding it's riding season now it's it's cold in the morning but you know i can do some riding here so anyway let's turn the party down i know we're all over the place this morning i uh this is the yep that's that's starbucks uh if you guys saw my post on instagram about it uh it was an interesting conversation that we were having at the uh race control area at uh, the sonora rally this year i was talking with michael uh, one of the guys that works with uh, the Sonora Rally and and handles their timing and scoring. He's the one that uh, grooms the results and looks at everything and and does that. But uh, we were talking about it and we were talking because, you know, his, of course, they had to fire up the coffee maker in the mornings. And we we're like, well, no, this is coffee. I need Starbucks. And then the whole conversation came up and we came to the conclusion that, well, while Starbucks uh, for some is good, Starbucks generally isn't considered coffee amongst coffee connoisseurs. So we said, okay, you know what? Fine, we'll stick with it. All right, Starbucks is Starbucks and coffee is coffee. And and thus that was born. So everything went everything went pretty well. We'll have uh we'll have some more. We still have a recap pending for that, uh, for this year's Sonora Rally, which a lot of stuff going on. It was a really, really cool event though. Uh everything, everybody made it back. Um safe is a, a broad term, but everybody made it back and was uh, definitely having fun and all smiles and, and it was not an easy event for the competitors. Uh, it was difficult, especially the last couple of days in the dunes, but anyway, we'll have a recap show on that one. Um, so let's talk what happened. Okay. What happened to Mason Klein? Well, it's not what happened to Mason Klein. Actually, a lot's happened to him. Uh, but on our end of it, uh, so I said, Hey, you know what? Let's, uh, I, I reached out to him. Um, and I got to, you know, my hat's off to Mason for that. Um, he's very, um, he wants to be accessible to to people to talk about rally and wants to be like he is the brand ambassador for rally. Um, he you know, he's willing to show people he's got tons of road books. You know, he's very open. The whole family, you know, Larry, Lisa, everybody, the whole family is very open and welcoming, uh, which is really, really cool. Like that is that speaks highly of, you know, the the pedigree. Right. And, and both Carter and Mason are doing extraordinarily well on the bike. So uh, I'm expecting a lot of big things from them Uh to see a lot of big things from them over the next few years for sure uh, as they continue to grow in the sport. But anyway, okay, so 
got him on the horn. We're doing all this. We're talking. And I mean, we're, we're like, uh, I'll give you the short of it. We're like an hour deep into this conversation. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, yeah, everything's good. You know, Mason's telling me, you know, catching me up on all of the stuff that's been going on this year and what he's been up to and, uh, how it went, you know, because the last time we talked was before, uh, was before the Dakar, we talked in May as he was getting ready for that next year's Dakar, which was May 21. And he was getting ready for the 22 Dakar. So, a lot happened since then, but anyway, we're going over all of this stuff, and then I just look down and go like, "Man, you know, I I know he's busy. I don't want to keep him, you know, keep him longer." And I look over to see the timer, and the timer on the record, the, the recording, isn't on the screen, and like my heart sank, and I was like extremely annoyed in short order, and uh, Mason was cool about it, you know, um, which was really awesome, but I just felt like, you know. I screwed it up, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, here we are. Uh, but still, we had a great conversation. We couldn't we couldn't link up to me uh, to get back on uh, and record an actual episode together before this one came out. But I really wanted to talk about what has been going on because I think that it's very important for the sport um, and something that you know, we, we talked about, so I don't know if you guys are following Mason Klein or not, uh, around, you know, with the, with the Instagram thing. And, and he recently introduced this subscription, uh, thing for his, uh, for his Instagram. Right. And it's part of the fundraising efforts, you know, for, for the events and, and to cover things, even, even things that I didn't even realize, like, Oh, that, you know, is actually a thing. Like, you know, the, um, his dad, Larry doing the live videos and, and trying to get content to us stateside from Saudi Arabia that carries a bill. You know, because you have to get a SIM card, you have to do all this stuff. So things like that, you know, it's these little, you know, the little fundraisers and the little stuff to do. And so if you're listening, this will be the first time I say it. If you're listening to this and you follow Mason Klein, uh, definitely consider uh, subscribing to him. I have been watching his content and what he's been coming up with and what he has been sharing on the subscriber side of it. And and I can tell you that, yeah, he's he's very active on it. He's been posting things like product recommendations and writing and, and just other things that you get to see uh, with it. So I think that it's absolutely worthwhile. Plus, I know that in doing so, I'm helping support even a little bit, even if it's that, you know, that one recovery drink on the way home or whatever it is, you know, it's 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 going to help, you know, every little bit helps. So that's uh, that's the first time I talk about it. So we're talking about this and, th- and there's a lot of stuff that that has happened. I mean, you, you know, when I talked to him, there was the great unknown, right? Heading into the Dakar in 22, really not knowing what was going on, right? First time going, you know, he he obviously knows the sport. He had a plan. And, and as we know now, he executed it flawlessly. And so that was that was really great to see, you know, that he put forth his abilities and just went for it and and was able to do so well. And so leading out uh, or leading a group of very seasoned rally riders and having them let you navigate uh, is is absolutely huge, you know, and, and I'm sure he felt proud about it. Um, and, you know, I, I sure it was a good feeling. So in our conversation, you know, and kind of talking about it is it, there was something that kind of came up and I was impressed with was the idea that, you know, he you know, he understands he did well. Um, and, and of course he's proud for it and he has a support system that's proud for him, but he himself, uh, was looking for the things that he could improve on. And, and in talking, you know, there was, there's a few things that he mentioned and what he's been working on and 
has continued to do so just to get to the point where we're at now. Now he's heading into the 23 Dakar. You know, he's done very well at all of the events, raced the majority of the World Rally Raid uh, championship events, ultimately leading to picking up the championship. You know, Rally 2, he is the world champion now. And so not only that, picking up a couple of W's on the way there. And so he has done very, very well. He's blown out onto this, you know, rally, international rally scene. And and yet he's still the kid from Agua Dulce and, and is very humble and, and very focused. That is one thing in our conversation that I noticed with him is that he is very focused on what the future is. And, and all of these little things that he's been working on, simple things, talking about toolboxes talking about running things that are different from other people and and even on uh things like you know hydration and and what he does these are all things that you know i'm learning in talking to him but i'm also learning uh when we get uh when we start talking i'm learning about it in both ways he's telling me about it but then i'm also seeing it on his instagram subscription side so it's really really cool to kind of catch on and see some of these different things that they go into rally the things that we don't know and now i think it's like okay well you know how does that apply to me? How does that apply to us? You know, if we're uh, rally enthusiasts, uh, adventure riders and stuff like that, well, these are all things that we can take take home, you know, uh, long day riding, you know, when when and where to hydrate, what kind of, you know, what kind of things to do. Because a lot of times we end up doing like I, I do push myself. I enjoy like the idea of pushing myself further when I go on adventure rides you know, set that stretch goal. I am tired now, but I want to get to this point and this point is still a hundred miles away or 50 miles away. And I'm tired and I recognize that. I know the speed I need to be riding so that I can make that ride. But I know when I get there, I'm going to be pretty beat. So what are some of the things, you know, these are things that I can cue off of what he's telling me to be able to apply. And so I think that that is, is very practical knowledge. And then not only that, but like things, you know, we were talking about toolboxes, toolbox location on the uh, rally bike and, and the accessibility of tools, you know, all of these little details. So not only that, but working on the health and fitness side of it and, and getting ready for this Dakar, uh, I, you know, I... I think we're going to see really big things from him coming uh, coming this edition of the 23 Dakar. So, well, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, it, the preparation is there. You know, everybody's, I've, you know, I've got my T-shirt. I've got all of that stuff. And 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 to say um, there are other, you know, the American Rally Originals, they're, they're headed out there. Jacob Argy Bright's headed out there. Ace Nielsen's headed out there. There's a lot of people going out to this year's Dakar, uh, 11 riders uh, this year. And so in supporting them and how we can support them, you know, is, is definitely the throw the follows. If you could buy a T-shirt, if you could do something, you know, along those lines to help them, you know, achieve this this goal and represent us, you know, and and us and 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 both in the in the sense of the pro side of it. Right. We, we want to see the pros succeed and do their thing and continue to do what they're doing. Um, and then also at the same time, we want to see the us, the, the 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 normal guy that gets out there and is making it happen. And so. Helping them with something as small as, you know, buying a T-shirt, you know, or, or hitting them on that GoFundMe or something like that it goes a long way. So definitely try and do so. Uh, I'll try and grab some links together uh, for you guys. But I think that that uh, that would be really cool. Anyway, so continuing the conversation, I mean, it, it was a lot of really good stuff. Um, you know, thinking about it now, I kind of feel like. Uh, I, I learned a lot in our conversation, especially about him and how his mindset is and how his focus is. 
um, a shout out and, and I hope I don't get in trouble for telling this, but uh, in our conversation, he did mention uh, in speaking with uh, with one of the other competitors, uh, famously known for riding long distances at really, really fast speeds. And, and I'm referring to Colton Udall. Um, and, and, and not only that, but Skylar House. in our conversation, he, he, he said that, you know, he's thankful for the input and the feedback that they have given him and, and that reconstruction and that, or not reconstruction, but that construction, constructive, it wasn't criticism, but those constructive ideas that have helped him achieve what he's achieved. And so I think that is really, really cool. You know, that that just goes to show the, the rally family, the rally family. Everybody helps each other out. And so there's a lot of things that are coming uh, down the pipe that we're talking about, you know, that that's going to continue to grow the rally family here in North America. That includes Canada. That includes Mexico. Of course, the U.S. here. Um, and and I think that if we all stand together, we all help support each other. Uh, this sport is going to grow and there's no two ways about it. It's going to grow. It's already growing. It's just, we need to, to work on, on, our, on the steps. You know, this is something that I was talking about with a couple of close friends yesterday, uh, that we were talking about some of the future plans. And, and that was something that, that came up is, you know, we gotta, we have to, we have to get that recipe together. We have to get that level. Like, okay, you know, a staircase isn't built from the middle up. You know, the staircase is built from the first step up. And so, well, okay, you know what I'm talking about? Because construction guys are going, no, you're not. It's built this way. And so we already know that. But you know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at, right? We got to go step by step by step uh, until we get to the top and everybody is up there, you know, and and sometimes somebody's going to struggle. We just got to help them with that next step. And so I think that supporting each other and, and doing the whole rally family thing and, and how we can learn to navigate and how can without breaking the bank, you know, without getting into it and just get into it and just see it. You know, I will quote it again because Matthew Glade from uh, Rally Moto Shop said it. Look at the used gear market for rally. It is virtually non-existent. That means that everybody that buys the equipment and gets into this ends up liking it to a degree where they decide that it's worth keeping the equipment. Or maybe they sell it to their friend, but it does not hit the internet. It means they did they were able to pass it off, pass it on to somebody that was interested in getting in the sport. Local, right there with them. Not, okay, I can't sell this to anybody in my hometown. I need to sell this to somebody in Europe. That's not the case. So I think that you know we need to continue to help grow, grow the sport. Uh, I am committed to helping grow the sport. Um, there's some plans coming. I'm not going to announce any of that stuff yet, but there are things that are coming down the pipe that I think are going to be huge for the sport here, uh, in, in the United States that, that I'm very, very excited about. So we'll be talking more about that part of it soon, but anyway, so rally month is over kind of changing gears here. Rally month is over. The next one up is the Dakar. We've got things going on with the Dakar, right? Some of the rule changes, um, I believe, you know, overreaching speed limit, um, you've got the, the whole AB route thing and, and there's a lot of things that we don't know what they're going to look like yet, you know, and then the whole thing about, you know, well, the competitor list, how many riders are actually going to compete, you know, are they lowering the size of the field and all this stuff. So there's still some unknowns going into this. So my plan for this year's Dakar, as like I did last year, I want to do daily, um, daily updates. Uh, I like the, the Sonora side of it and, and you guys can let me know, you know, send me a, send me a message on Instagram if that's, you want to see more of that. But, uh, basically I was doing down at Sonora rally was just doing like a stage introduction. You know, what are these guys up against for today? You know, what does it look like? What are the current standings and stuff like that? So I want to do something a little bit more in detail to help, you know, people watch and, and see what they're, 
what you guys are seeing, what you guys are hearing, and, and maybe some of the stuff to pay attention to. You know, the Dakar swing is going to be different this year with awards and stuff going for people that are leading out. Uh, there, there's going to be some changes in this year's event. So looking forward to seeing how that goes and how that rolls uh, for this this year. So, so we'll see. So that was the that was the conversation. This is the second time I'm going to say it um, is. Go like, share, subscribe. Oh, also follow him on YouTube, Mason, uh, because he also has some really cool stuff um, he's been recording. And, and the cool part is, is that it's just a peek behind the curtain. You know, that was something even uh, uh, Skylar House, you know, Skylar House was talking about possibly doing some subscription stuff on his channel, uh, on his Instagram. And and I sent him a message. I'm going, yeah, you know, the something that we and, and this does not necessarily or it does not apply to them. You know, um, Skylar's very approachable. You know, we saw it at the Sonora rally. I have a couple of videos that I posted uh, of him, you know, jumping in on the writers meeting and, and, and helping people understand. And then as soon as the meeting was over and we were waiting for the other competitor meeting, um, you know, there was a line of people there to ask him questions about things and everybody's listening around and it, it just kind of turned into a mini class. And it was really, really cool to see that, you know, he's very committed to helping people. Um, and, and also, I mean, obviously he's super committed to what he is doing, his, his event, his, his stuff. So it, it's really good to see, but he was talking about doing that. And I told him, you know, is I think that the inaccessibility thing amongst other riders and amongst the, the stars of motorsport is getting old, you know, and it's like, you know, sometimes you just have a question and, and you want that question to be seen. And, you know, you know, remember when you were in school and there's some, there are no dumb questions. You know, if you ask it, you know, somebody else is probably thinking that question that applies to many more things, not just school. So, you know, yeah, you guys, you know, uh, all you guys that are, you know, the rock stars and, uh, maybe don't check your DMS and I'm sure you get a ton of DM messages in Instagram and all of that stuff, but it's probably not a bad idea to go in, take a look, uh, and just see what's in there because content ideas may be literally sitting in your inbox and you're struggling to get, you know, get viewers. And what better than if somebody asks you, right, I'm, I'm talking to the, the upper whatever percent you want to call it, but what if somebody asks you a question and you answer that question, one, you made their day and two, they're going to be more likely to share that video without you having to ask for it because, hey, I wanted to know this information. I got a shout out or I asked this question or whatever it is. And now you're growing your your social media presence, you know, so some food for thought, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many of the uh, top level, if any of the top level guys listen to the show. But, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like that is uh, some sage advice. You know, you never know. You never know who's watching. That was a conversation that we had, uh, Larry and I, Larry Klein and I had at Mason's birthday party was, you know, you, you never know who is watching, who who you're talking to, uh, who they could be, who they could be referring to. So um, or, or be in direct contact with. So, you know, you got to treat everybody, you know, as such. So with respect and 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 not talk down to people and and just be you know, I guess in this case, be accessible. So, and again, hats off to Mason for, for, for doing that. So, okay. What are we on to next? Cause, um, as much as I enjoy this sound, I also enjoy the sound of my 790 starting up. So I definitely want to get to that one here shortly. Um, so let's see what is else is going on in the world. Well, uh, speaking of 790, uh, working on decking that thing out, 
so the last time I rode this thing, and I'm a man, if it starts, I'm going to be jumping for joy because the fuel pump hasn't been turned on and I don't know how long. But um, so the last time I rode it, rode it was when we went up to the Revzilla event uh, at Zakar up in Mojave uh, with every single Sunday with Travis and them. And got a chance to ride it, got a chance to lay it down a couple of times. And I realized there was some work that needed to be done. And so getting that work done, you know, setting the bike up, uh, somebody finally made, you know, G2 ergonomics finally made a grip where you don't have to like sand the stock throttle tube down to get, you know, just to be able to put a grip on it. They have their own thing now. So I got that, picked that up, put a nice set of comfy grips on there, some nice sticky stuff. Um, and then, you know, obviously got the, I got the pegs. Now I was running the raid garage pegs and something that I noticed when I moved on to, uh, Travis's bike, when I rode it around for a little bit, he was riding mine. I, w- I was riding his and, and something that I noticed was that the bike felt more nimble in between in, <laughs> it felt more nimble in between my legs. And, but it was one of those things while I started to think about it, I'm like, what could be causing this, this feeling? And now maybe it's not so much but it was enough. And the only thing that I could think of was the peg height. So I changed to the raid garage pegs, which are lowered uh, roughly, I believe it's 15 millimeters. Now, for those of you playing the home game, uh, lowering the pegs lowers the center of gravity, which then helps in turn, maybe feel the, the bike feel more stable, also help with traction, especially if they move the pegs back. In the world of motorcycle riding, it's all about weight transfer. Where's the weight and what does it do? So I've talked about this before, uh, hole shots, right? Look at the entire field on a motocross lineup, you know, and, and just watch and watch what happens. The guy that weighs the most is likely the first one, or is going to be right up towards the front of the pack. If he gets a good start, right? If you dump the clutch late, that's on you. That has nothing to do with the, the physics at play here, but peg the pegs where they sit in relation to the bike and the center of gravity, all of that plays in how the bike responds to your inputs and your things. And so in my mind is, is that, okay, well it's lowering the center for my weight. I'm putting a lot of weight really down low because the pegs are lower. So I, in my mind, I'm making the bike feel not as nimble. Yeah. More stable, but when it comes time to turn the thing, it feels like it's harder to turn. I feel like I have to put more effort into turning it. And so that's where I thought, okay, I need to work on, I need to work on this. And so went back, going to run the stock rally pegs, which are super wide, um, super comfy. I'm going to try those for a bit and and then maybe I end up with something else. But I just want to see it. I want to experiment with it and just figure out, you know, okay, this is my setup. This is what I want to run. So doing the pegs, doing the trans saver from uh, from Rottweiler on it, rerouting the fuel lines, you know, getting the breathers right, doing all of these little things, all of these little setup things, because like we've learned in rally and at, at these events is that the things that you forget, the things that you shortcut, the things that you don't are the literally like they they go on this list that's at the middle of the stage that when you get to that list is exactly when it happens. And But the only difference is you don't know where on the stage that is. And what I'm getting at is, is that you forget things, you get into a hurry, something is not 100%, and then the next thing you know, it's the thing that's biting you in the ass. And so any motorcycle, anything that you work on, anything that you prep should be done the same way. I've gotten my ass chewed out by the best of them about doing something like, well, you put the bolt on, it would have taken you two more minutes to grab the tools, torque the bolts properly, and then that job is done 100%. Now you got to remember to do that tomorrow. Well, what happens is if you don't remember to do it, you get lazy or whatever it is, or you forget, you know, with all of the stuff that we got going on. And next thing you know, you've got issues. So 
you got to watch out for that. So with that being said, that's my thing. I'm, you know, starting my little list and getting all that stuff. But I know exactly where I'm headed back to the bike to continue on with the work. And I'm not going to move on to another part of the bike until I finish that part 100%. I am satisfied with what is going on. And so I think that that's how it should be uh, in order to ensure that, you know what, you don't, you don't end up with problems later. That's just, you know, that, that's just my mind. But, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that are doing bike prep on this channel, you know, or, or that are listening. Um, you know, all of the guys on the American Rally Originals team, you know, they're all mechanically uh, working on their bikes and have to understand how those bikes work, you know, before they head out to Saudi. Um, because they're doing it on their own and they're going to be out there. And the cool part, yeah, you're on a team and all that stuff and you can lean on each other for that support and that help and the, Hey, I don't know what to do with this. And then they can help with that. So a lot of that is there. So it's just a matter of, okay, well, how do we, how do we continue to grow that? Or how do they, you know, how do they continue to grow the skill set? And I think that, you know, with, with people doing content, you know, if, if Skyler jumps in, I'm, I'm waiting for him to announce that he's doing the subscription thing. Cause I, I want to try and be one of the first to subscribe to that. Um, and then also with Mason, I already subscribed with that. And, and the same thing is just little things that, you know, you, you don't realize, but that will help, uh, help continue to grow or better your skill set or whatever it is. So I don't know. There, there's a lot of different things. Um, there's a lot of advice. There's a lot of things that can go on that you can, that you can work on, but the big thing right now, the big focus is, is that, hey, we're headed to the Dakar. You know, 11 Americans are headed to the Dakar. They're going to go run. You know, we want to support them, watch them uh, and see how it does and continue to grow the sport. So if you have ideas, if you have like, you know what, I really want to get into Rally Raid, but I just don't understand this or I don't know where to go here or I don't know where to start. Like, oh, I got all of this stuff. Where do I get road books? So. I have, I have some great ideas. I got some really easy stuff for you. Uh, some real easy tips. We're going to be doing some more of that. I kind of want to put that on YouTube though, rather than on the podcast. Uh, I can cross share it and do all of that stuff, but because I want something for new people and something that is evergreen, something that when people look it up, it's easy to look up podcasts don't necessarily get short, uh, searched in the same way that videos in YouTube does. It's, I believe YouTube is or second biggest, search engine in the world so people go to youtube for knowledge so definitely want to get some information on there on how to do basic road books and things like that and so i'm going to be working on that part of it i've already got some stuff i've already got some ideas that i think that's going to help everybody turn into a navigator um and even maybe do some team building but i think that if we all continue to watch if you guys got questions about how we you know how to get into the sport what are some basics that you need to know um, you know, we can do that. And if I don't know, I'm sure I could find somebody that will help us help explain this stuff to us. So with that being said, guys, uh, it is time to switch that noise for the other room, room noise. So I hope everybody's having a good week. I know it's a short episode today, but we will be back with our regularly scheduled super long episodes. So you guys can enjoy it for at least a couple of hours at a time. No, just kidding. Hey, I don't script the episodes. The episodes go where they're going to go. And then we move on from there and, and enjoy them. So the recipe has worked. I'm not changing the recipe. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I've been doing this now over two years, which is crazy to say that, but absolutely love it. I cannot wait to do some more. Uh, this year sounds like we're going to be doing some more traveling and headed to some more events. I'm really working on getting organized on that part of it because well, at the events, we have a lot of fun. So remember guys, shiny side up, go out there, have fun. Oh, don't forget November 4th, 2022 was the first annual Skylar house day. So get out, do something, tag them. 
you're already late if you're listening to this and just now finding out about it, but get ready for next year so you can go out and do something fo- cool on a motorcycle, a mountain bike, get out there and, and do something. So, all right, guys, have a good weekend. We will uh, talk to you guys soon. That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. Bye.